0: Welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of news and paranormal news from IGN on Facebook and Instagram, NASA's Curiosity rover have captured some beautiful shots of sun rays shining through the Martian atmosphere. And it is the first time we've seen them this clearly. I'd like to announce a podcast that I've been listening to, The Chilling Podcast, which can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Chilling Podcast is about Kent, Ohio, the most haunted house I've been listening in. And that's all the news I'll give on that because we have more news to come, which I'll announce on Instagram. On Instagram, But just follow the Chilling Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It is a really good podcast. Researchers believe they have found a dinosaur mummy. And this is also from IGN on Instagram. I-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram and just IGN on Facebook. The University of Reading announced that researchers in Canada have discovered fossils of what is believed to be a juvenile hadrosaur, complete with fossilized skin that could be one of the best preserved specimens ever found. Now, in other news segments that I've done you've heard that other places of research and universities are trying to clone mammoths and dinosaurs and if this is in fact a mummy that's intact that can be used to make dinosaurs and basically create Jurassic Park. Swimming pool sized asteroid has one in, sw- uh, one in 625 chance of hitting Earth, says NASA. Now we've been hearing a lot about asteroids and uh, comets passing over Earth and some researchers are claiming that this swimming pool sized asteroid has a one in 625 chance of hitting Earth. And the last piece of news, because this has been a crazy week as far as news, Lester Holt, I believe he's from MSNBC, has announced from Pentagon Military that there could be a mothership flying over the Earth, which is the reason why we've been seeing these little mini UFOs all around. Now, I don't know how much I believe to that. That's going to be something that I get into in Season 4 and talk about. I already have this episode planned out. But this is starting to look like one of two scenarios. Either there is a Independence Day in the making and not the 4th of July, then actual Will Smith Independence Day movie in the making, real life, or we are about to begin what we know as Project Blue Beam, which is something I'll get into in another podcast episode that that whole story I've touched on it, is very, very intriguing, and there's these two scenarios that can be going on right now, and that is the new segment for the 100th episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Now, as my music dies down in the background, I've had many people come on in the three seasons I've had my podcast. I've had my friend Joey Aiello, who will be a regular in season four with the subject of Ancient Civilizations. He knows his stuff. We've talked about the Seraphim of Sakar. He's been on an earlier episode in Season 1. And he will be joining me in the future for Ancient Civilization episodes. And if you listened to the Flight 19 episode, which was last week, he helped me out with that episode because it involved some history. I've had uh, Veronica Basha on for the Salem Witch Trials. And she knew her stuff with the Witch Trials. And she's into spirituality. So I've had a decent amount of guests. But the one guest that's come on, and as actually physically helped me with the podcast, with the music, which you've heard at the beginning of the episode, and in the background music, it was my childhood friend Joey Valentino. And he's going to be on momentarily, but i just like to thank him for 100 episodes of using his audio and his music that he worked hard to get to the Say What Again Billy podcast. If you listen to one of my Ghostbuster episodes where we were reviewing the movie, he did the Ghostbusters uh, music in the background. He did it himself, so i like to thank him before he jumps on. But without further ado, I'm going to bring on to the 100th episode my good friend Joey Valentino. Everybody, welcome Joey Valentino to the Say What Again Billy podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Joey, thanks for coming on. It's the 100th episode. There's really no one else I would rather have on this episode because you've helped me from the very, very start of the podcast. I think 10 10 episodes in, just about, I was like, Joey, I need to have an intro song to the podcast. And um, you wrote one, and you wrote the intro music, and I'm going to ask you to write more intro music. So um, welcome aboard, buddy.
1: Thank you for having me. Great to be here.
0: So, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the top 10 episodes of the Say What Again, Billy podcast as far as the most listens in the old three seasons that I've done so far, um, which leading into next week starts season four. And you've been on the show, I think, what, three or four times? Yeah, just about. And the only talk that we've had was about Ghostbusters. Yes. So, this is going to be the first time. Dabbling in actual paranormal stuff. Yes. So for what people don't know about Joey is Joey was one of the original members in a group that I had started when we were teenagers, which was called the IUH. I spoke about it on a few episodes. It was called the IUH Investigation of Unexplained Happenings. And Joey was one of the crew members that came to locations and did investigations from one of our... Other crew members' houses that were supposedly haunted or possessed, which to this day I don't really know about, to – did
1: you come to Sparta Cemetery with us? No, I did not.
0: Um, The tree in the Bronx.
1: That thing I was. There's photos of that.
0: Yeah, we went to uh, a tree in the Bronx that um, supposedly had the Virgin Mary's face on it or body of it, which was uh, a telltale sign of pareidolia, which is matrixing, what I like to call it. Or just people seeing an image of something and, you know, saying, oh, yeah, it's Jesus and a potato chip. Um, <laughs> and I, what
1: else did you Did you go to Woodlawn with Matt and Mike? can't even remember. I don't think I went to Woodlawn. Um, there was a few cases. I remember, like, stuff at my cousin uh, Danielle's house that we went to, that old apartment building. So, man, it's all a blur to me. But I do know I have seen some shit that will turn you white. <laughs> good quote from the <laughs> ghostbusters right there
0: winston zettimore so to get into this i like like i said i brought joey on he did the music yeah. and um he was one of my original crew members in a group that i ran that did paranormal investigations and i asked joey to come to van Cortland park that that (laughs) night to come take a walk in the woods at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, no. He he cordially declined. (laughs) But um, he's going to be on this episode because he does know a lot of stuff about paranormal, even though he's refraining from going on paranormal investigations. Now, I have a family. (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to bring him on. We're going to go through the top 10 most listened to episodes of the Say What Again, Billy podcast. And we're going to start with scary stories. Mm. Now, on that episode, is I did a couple of stories. Um, one was a, a personal story from my family that my mom and dad witnessed when I was very young, probably around one or two years old, where mm-hmm. my dad had, he, as you know, he was a Vietnam veteran. Joey knows this. You guys mm-hmm. don't. He, my dad's a Vietnam veteran. And he lost a friend out there in the war. And one night my mom went to go use the bathroom and when she came back in to the room, she saw a figure of a man and she kind of caught the face where she was able to describe it the next morning to my father and my father kind of got shooken up and said that was his friend and he named the person and out of respect, I will not say the name or who it was. And it shook him up because my mom described the figure to the T where he was able to acknowledge who it was. So it was actually a personal story in that episode. And then the, one of the first stories I told was something that I saw on a show on the Travel Channel called These Woods Are Haunted. And in the United States alone, I believe there's 800 million acres of forest in the United States. And these men went on a fishing trip. And I told the story because it resonated with me. It was one of the better episodes from the Travel Channel show, uh, These Woods Are Haunted, where these guys went on a fishing trip. trip. I'm not going to tell the whole story, obviously, in a nutshell. And they went on land right before 4th of July to get fish. And they went to an area where they don't normally go. Matter of fact, this particular area in Texas, a lot of the locals there say don't go that way because there's it's unknown and it's weird. And they ended up getting stuck and encountering some kind of being, not Bigfoot. They described it as something else. And then they ended up being a multiple multitude of them. And they ended up getting into the boat, hightailing it out of there. Um, so with that, with this whole first scary stories uh, at number 10, Joey, what do you think about the woods and the whole cryptid idea You know, of there being animals and things out there that we don't know about that are classified as cryptids
1: in regards to scary stories i mean we've all heard those kind of stories growing up i feel like uh they are very very present in, i know like mexican culture and like oh even like russian culture probably uh i don't know like the baba yega even qualifies mm-hmm. and then you the got Boogeyman. man yeah, yeah that is what they call them uh you also hear about that stuff in like new jersey with the jersey devil for example Maybe that's one of them.
0: I won't say her name, but um does does your wife Oh I know who you're talking about, yes. Did you hear this story? Uh I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Okay. La Llorona? No, no. Which that's one? that's a ghost that's a very famous ghost story. No, yeah, in, in It's in, more than a story that one. <laughs> we we can get into that. Um, but... A few weeks ago, I actually did a reel on this, and that's mm-hmm. something new that I'm doing to the podcast and on my TikTok page, yep. which you can follow on TikTok, SWAB underscore podcast. Um, the Mexican president okay. said that he saw a woodland elf, and, he released, and he released photos of it. I'll pull it up real quick for you, you. Yeah, he released photos, and it was on the news that day when news broke about this. And, and I looked at the photo. I did a reel about it. I didn't really, honestly didn't really know how I felt about it. Because it, it could be like matrixing or pareidolia. But uh, let me find this photo real quick. And I can show you. Um, let's see where it is, buddy. Cause, mm-hmm. But
1: while I find the photo so I could show you. What do you think about that?
0: There being like an
1: elf. An elf? I mean, hey. I'm one of those people that always says anything is possible. Because there's so much that we don't even know about the world we live in, yeah. you know, and, and not just the world we live in, but also the universe itself. So who knows if these things do exist or not? We can't say that they don't. There's so many things that are hidden away from us that we can't ever right. know is true. So or I, not. I found the photo. I don't, I don't know.
0: You don't know if you, I don't know if you saw it. Well, this is probably news to you, but this is the photo that the Mexican president, Um, Released that is it ugly? No, (laughs) it's weird though. There's definitely something there. What the fuck is that? What do you think about that? That's what they that's what they claimed and then there was another photo. I mean looks like ET when he was wearing the towel around (laughs) So there's another photo that it was in I guess Mexican Okay, um, I guess like history or, or some kind of archaeological site that there was some kind of tombs or something found. And they, in the depiction of like, I guess the cave carvings in this archaeological site depicted something that looks like this. And from my knowledge, it was either the Mexican president took this or he posted it or someone took the picture and he had the freedom or liberty to post this. And it gained a lot of traction within the day that
1: it was released. So, I mean, to me, it could... That could be anything, honestly. Who knows how good? Like, I love how every time we have all this advanced technology, though, right? And every time, whenever there's a photo like this that comes out, it's so always so grainy. <laughs> that, uh, to be honest with you, yeah.
0: with all the photos of Bigfoots and video, you know that this is did, more clear. That's actually
1: pretty clear. It's pretty clear, but it's also very dark. And it's, really, it's very clear that you can see. Like, it looks like it's got like white hair. I would say. I think I can see an arm hugging onto the, the, tree, the tree here. The tree, right. It's got white eyes, but it looks like it's almost got a humanoid face. I could say that. But then again, it could just be someone hiding up into a tree also. But, you know, that's where I always go with that push back and forth that I think, you know, why couldn't it be a woodland elf? So I'm going to say for me personally to say we don't even that could be anything. Right. I, but if it wasn't well enough i'd be like yeah sure why not in this world the world yeah. we live in today like <laughs> like, like i said why there's <laughs> there's
0: there is 800 million acres of forest in the united states and there's a mm-hmm. lot of question out there i i think on my last podcast episode with um my other friend joey joey mm-hmm. ayella we uh my new segment and they found a fly in a walmart that dated back to like the Jurassic period. And it was thought to be extinct. I think something along the lines of where the last time they seen that fly alive was in the fifties, which is kind of mind boggling. Was it like a huge
1: fly? It was was pretty
0: big from the picture. Really? And, you know, I don't know if the math is right there. I'm paraphrasing, but it went, supposedly went extinct in the fifties or wasn't seen anymore. And then they found it in this Walmart in 2023. I I don't, it sounds a little weird because they saw it in the fifties and it was from the Jurassic period, but that's what the report said. It was wow. a Jurassic period fly, extinct in the '50s, and then somehow was found in a Walmart of all places.
1: <laughs> I mean, you find a lot of crazy things in Walmart. It, so, you you be shoppers <laughs> and, and things. I like, think I think the fly is the most normal thing. I think probably this is true, but I'll continue to go to Walmart because they got good deals. So, yeah, the the you know the scary
0: story aspect, and the reason I mentioned scary stories is because it kind of brings us in mm. with that story with the three fishermen in Texas mm. is that they saw something and it's, it's a little, it's a little crazy that, you know, that was a story and it kind of involved a cryptid that to this day on that show, they didn't know what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't Bigfoot. They said it was, you know, it wasn't a primate that was bipedal. It was like something more like uh reptilianic reptilianisk you know? Yeah. So it's very weird. So I just wanted to get your opinion on what do you think, you know, was in the woods and some of these stories that circulate. You know, we, I mean, when you say scary stories, you always think about the woods and a campfire and telling of course, scary yeah. stories,
1: you know, I don't, I don't think know, about that, anything on Halloween that happens or just like urban legends when, for the most part, that's what I think of when it comes to scary stories.
0: I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I was the only one I did that was kind of in story form. And a lot of these yeah. podcasts, they, they, they really give good, just straight up scary stories. Some of them real, some of them fake, but you know, there's scary stories. It did well on, on my podcast because it was three separate stories of just three real accounts. Yeah. One being personal, you know, like personal to my family. So I wanted your opinion on some scary yeah. stories. I mean, I've
1: had a lot, many like personal on my own. I mean, you've heard the story mm. of it as well on the vacation that I went to. And that was just that was the thing that like really flipped me out. <laughs> so See,
0: The reason I think people... Um, gravitated to that episode is Mm -hmm. that there's people out there that don't believe in you know paranormal at all, of course. And then you ask them, though, you you know, but nothing weird has ever happened to you, and then they'll sit there and they'll think and they'll tell you something that was weird, but yet they don't believe. So
1: that's why scary stories are, You, you know, what it is. Also, from my experience, at least most people have to be open to it. I feel like those that see, for the most part. And it's going to sound like, (laughs) it's going to sound so like a Stephen King thing, but I do use this term a lot, like The Shining. See, like if you watch the movie The Shining, Kid had that ability to see what was going in that hotel because he himself was a conduit for those things to happen, along with Dick Halloran, um, played by Scatman Crothers in the Stanley Kubrick film. That guy as well had like, you know, a little bit of that shine to him and was able to see things like pictures in a book, people that are so exposed and have such a, uh, a vulnerability to it, they're going to be able to see those things clearer. Now, what makes you vulnerable would always depend on, let's say, if maybe you're that spiritual, that you have that much of an open mind, or maybe something else caused it, near-death experience that you went through. Or also maybe exposing yourself to playing with things that you shouldn't have played with as a kid, mm-hmm. like a Ouija board, which that was or, another <laughs> another story in the last few days that yeah. uh, made headlines. Yeah, yeah. yes, and yeah. I saw that thing with the with the women, and you know, I played with the Ouija board when I was a kid. And there's things like, are I you said, telling that, a
0: scary story? No, uh, <laughs> I do have
1: a scary story. I don't know if you want it. Hear it on the podcast or anything like that. You can go for right. it. On, you want know, to We're on the topic of scary stories. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So you've heard this story. You I know did. this. I this did, is yeah. what, I, what I told you when I was uh, in a bunker in Albany during the outbreak. <laughs> um, so a couple of years back, my wife and my my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, we went on a vacation with a couple of friends of ours up in um, Scroon Lake, which is like Lake George. Airbnb, lovely place. It was freaking amazing. You hear me talk about it all the time. The goddamn kitchen was freaking gorgeous. <laughs> it was <laughs> great. There was multiple layers in the house. Um, they had like a big boathouse right next door. Well, most of a boathouse was a big garage. fit a huge boat though. Um, downstairs, uh, bedrooms in the basement area. And then there was multiple bedrooms uh, on the main floor. My wife and I, we had the uh, master bedroom friend of ours they had the master bedroom on the bottom floor in the basement now when we got the instructions from this place the lady flat out told us uh there's a trail that goes right to the beach that when you guys cuz this was summertime it would be great to like actually go to the beach out there so there's a trail that goes right to the beach she was giving us this whole big like uh easter egg hunt kind of thing with it and in the notes of the instructions she says, Beware, however, if you make a left, you will fall into a watery grave. I was like, All right, that's just funny because <laughs> I thought she was just trying to be creepy. All right, but needless to say, when we got into that place, you just didn't feel alone when we arrived there. Well, as soon as we arrived there, you didn't feel like you were alone. The two rooms that were across the, the master bedroom. One was ice cold as soon as you opened it up. And I mean like insanely cold and had an uneasy feeling in it. So we just all decided to keep that door closed at all times. The next room right next door to us was a kid's bedroom and had bunk beds. Anybody probably vacationing, you know, they would bring their kids and probably let them sleep in there. So my wife and I, we, we, kept those doors closed because no one was going to really go in there anyways. And uh friends of ours, when they were in the basement, they had a weird setup where their kitchen overlooked at a backyard with complete pitch blackness that led into the woods. It was kind of creepy. If you're going back and forth to the bathroom across the hall and you got to see, Nothing but wide open windows with no curtains into a pitch black backyard. nighttime. Yes. (laughs) I mean this is upstate we're talking about like they don't really have like shitty lights that you can see anything illuminating. So the first night there, we're all pretty tired, went to bed, woke up the next morning, gonna go to the gym. I don't know why I went to the gym on my vacation, it was a stupid idea. But a friend (laughs) of mine and I, we were in the, the kitchen just getting ready. And as I was getting my stuff on, my friend, right behind him at the kitchen table, I could see a kid with red hair, freckles, and a, um, what is that, a checkered shirt, uh, drinking soup from a spoon. Mm -hmm. It was a blink and you'll miss it type of thing. And I kept looking like right behind him. And my friend asked me, he's like, yeah, all right. I was like, yeah, I just think I need to sleep. Um, To be fair, I was only on like, or five hours of sleep that night i drove the whole way up there next day went through it again was going to the gym in the morning i saw a little girl with blonde hair white robes a bunny in her hand swing right past my friend as his arms was flinging around like he was moving his hand like explaining you know as you do we're telling we talk with our hands Mm -hmm. so kid looked like he was trying to dodge his hand and again, he saw me staring at him. This is the second morning, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" And he was like, "Yo, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I just think I need sleep." <laughs> so I kept chalking it up to sleep. That night, where things get a little bit even more weirder, we're playing Clue, right? All four of us my murder mystery, a mystery. <laughs> in a haunted and <laughs> <a> haunted Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> didn't to be fair, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't tell anybody anything yet. I was keeping it all to myself. So. It's my turn. Uh, I w- play the game, roll the dice. You know, I think it's Colonel Mustard. Everyone else starts going. I'm looking around the house at the pictures that are on the mantle. They're all black and white, and I'm start seeing nurse photos. The way the house was constructed was very different back then. I'm just wondering myself, why is there like doctors at this place? It was like old photos. I can't tell you the year. I didn't look at them. I'm not. Gonna open people's property mm-hmm. and check it in an Airbnb like the fuck. So I just pointed it out to everyone. And they were just thinking like, that is weird. This is very strange. What? Why would these photos be here? And my wife is like, hey, they bought this years ago. So they renovated and it's different now. It's whatever. It's like, all right, fine. Next night after that, this is like, well, two nights later. We're outside, friend and I having cigars. We decided, hey, you know, it's 12 o'clock at night. Why don't we go and find the beach at night? Because <laughs> <laughs> why but, not? But you didn't want to walk at Van Cortland Park with me, right? No, no, no. Uh, okay. Uh, you, this is why. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to. So we got in the car, drove out on the trail, and I didn't pay attention to those instructions. You made that left. I made a left. Laugh. <laughs> I was driving. As soon as we made a left, turn on the high beams. There's nothing but tombstones everywhere. Mm. And my friend was like, Back the fucking car up now. (laughs) Back it up. Get us the fuck out. We get out. We started telling the girls inside. They were drinking wine. We told them what we saw. We're leaving the next morning. And my wife was like, Okay, well, why did you make the left when you were supposed to make the right? It was like, Why is this an argument? Why are there graves actually out there? Well, to be fair, she kind of warned I was like, I don't give a fuck. She kind of warned us. There's actual gravestones out there. And my friend knew about what I was starting to see because that night when we were backtracking a little bit as we were on the porch having cigars, I told him I was saying shit. And he said, tell her right now what you fucking saw. Tell her right now. So I told him about the two kids I saw in the house. And then his girlfriend comes out saying, I've been seeing shadowed people walk by the, the hallways at night. Mm. I was like, well, great. You didn't say anything. And my wife is looking at me saying, well, what the fuck? You didn't say anything yourself, asshole. <laughs> so it becomes this whole finger pointing thing. We all decided to sleep in the living room. <laughs> the last night. The last night. Well, they came upstairs. We still stood in the master bedroom because it was the only place that felt safe. But we left the door open for them <laughs> while they slept upstairs because it felt safer to be together. As we're on our way back leaving that night, my wife is looking up about the place. Turns out what she found out was that place was a children's hospital for kids during the tuberculosis outbreak. 1930s. I'm not good with history. 20s. Whenever the tuberculosis outbreak was, that was when this place was, it was a hospice. It was like a hospice for children. Mm. Would you explain why I saw kids in the place? Well,
0: that's let me tell you something that <laughs> you have. See that experience <laughs> made you have a scary story. Yes, <laughs> and there's many people, whether they a believe or but <laughs> maybe they believe or not. But everybody has a story, and I'm still yes. actively trying to get up there to go to that location. <laughs> they the, took it off
1: Airbnb. These people, no, you know it's funny. I wonder what happened. Really? Mm-hmm. We we asked like we were trying to figure out like why is it that you, you bought this beautiful home and then this and that. Like, why aren't you living in it? Oh, you know, we're not ready to retire yet. We're just still working. So maybe they retired. Yeah, yeah. I think is what it is is they knew what the property they bought. They knew what it was about. They probably experienced something and thought, hey, we're left with all with what we just poured our money into. Why don't we make a buck off of it?
0: So it's not an Airbnb no more. And I don't know if
1: it's not. They probably just took it off Airbnb. Signed. they staying elsewhere. there maybe? I don't know. It's Who like, knows? It's... I should have took that opportunity when I had the chance. You saw the house I, when I, it I was did. on there. That's... And you were like, dude, is this it? This looks nice. I was like, it was nice though. It was a very nice home. But there was a lot of creepy things about it. Like the other room downstairs couldn't open up certain doors that led somewhere. Well, And there was eerie feelings of these two rooms.
0: A lot of these scary stories start with People buying a house and not knowing the history of the house and it ends up being a former morgue <laughs> or, or, or a you know, makeshift hospital. <clears throat> you know, I was at Gettysburg and a lot of the houses that were there yeah. were used to hold people or house people that were sick or that were dying. People died in the houses, the Farnsworth house. I told you this story. I remember, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, the, the little boy that played tag, they used to play tag by running out and touching a horse and carriage and he got cham- He got trampled because he, sp- he spooked the horse and they brought the little boy into the Farnsworth house and he ended up dying in there and he is one of the spirits that supposedly haunt the Farnsworth house in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Huh. So, you know, when you buy a house, you don't know the history aspect of it. And then you have the, you know, the theory in in paranormal research that energy gets trapped where, where they once were or where they were last, where they were last. Yeah. And basically gets stuck in this time loop. And that's one of the theories to paranormal activity, but they don't know that
1: they're dead or anything. And the energy reliving the same
0: moment over and over. It's an echo. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, that could pretty much, Mm -mm. you know, especially if it was, uh, hospice during tuberculosis you know, i believe oh man uh anywhere from early 1900s to 1920s that's i believe when t-
1: tuberculosis was running rampant these kids looked like they were from that time like the haircut of their i still remember what they look like it's like a blink and you'll miss it moment but it stays ingrained in you it's yeah very, no, it's you, very when you weird. see
0: something strange <clears throat> Or you experience something like that, you don't forget. Like these, no, in this story I was talking about in the Scary Story episode, if you watch the Travel Channel, The Woods Are Haunted, uh, I really wish I knew the episode and the season. I believe there's two seasons, but that man telling the story, a lot of the other stories, it kind of looked like they were forcing a story out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of these shows nowadays, I really don't trust, but he looked like he was really telling the story. Yeah. He, he, he didn't look like he was acting. He was a you know a Southern hospitality dude. He was telling it. He kind of looked like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's another reason why. I remember no. he had this. He looked like Jake Gyllenhaal, but with like a beard and a little older. And he was very sincere when he was telling the story on camera. And then I've watched other shows on Travel Channel because Travel Channel is really not about travel anymore. It's about paranormal. Well, of course. <laughs> and, and it you know a lot of the sh- the stories kind of like uh, all right. We're gonna give you hundred dollars. Act like you're you know scared. And this is the story we're giving you. Yeah, so he looks sincere, and that's why it
1: resonated with me, and I included it in that episode. I mean, there's also that Netflix show "Haunted," that where people sit in a, a room with friends of theirs and family and recounting a haunting that they went through, which I've is pretty that. good. That's actually pretty good itself. I was surprised when like they get so graphic on there. I was like, all right, well, goddamn. I mean, it is old streaming show though, so shouldn't be that surprised. But it's pretty interesting to see that that stuff also resonates with people too because that's a pretty successful show yeah i agree so that was the
0: scary stories and we and joey just made a good example of how everyone has a scary story (laughs) and that was uh my 10th most listened to episode on this on the save Mm -hmm. wagon billy podcast now we're going to go over to the ninth most listened to which is something a little bit kind of kind of could have you might have maybe saw something like this there you did see kids it's called the Black Eye Children. That was an episode about a paranormal event or something that people see when it affiliates with paranormal. These these children, and they see these kids, and they have pitch black eyes. Okay, and that's some of the. To be very uh, brief on the subject, a lot of people say when they have these haunting experiences. That they'll just see random kids, and when they look at them, you know, you were lucky to see a redhead kid, you yeah. know, eating soup minus the black eyes. Yeah. So some people have these terrifying accounts where they see a little boy or a little girl. Yeah, and then when the little boy turns around, their eyes are pitch black. Is it that their eyes are pitch black, or that they have no eyes? That,
1: well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's you know, that's a good take on it too. But
0: it's terrifying, and there's a lot of talk in paranormal that these can be demonic entities. Or something evil and in the form of a child, a child, a
1: child, (laughs) because,
0: you know, in religion, demons try to to trick you, right? All the time. Yeah. And the ghost thing, that's another theory about ghosts, right? And my friend Charlie, he's very religious. He was on the podcast briefly. I audio, I did an audio interview with him and included it on, on an episode, but there's a theory in paranormal that there's no such thing as ghosts. It's demons making themselves I've heard that. Yeah, demons making themselves appear as a ghost. Like, oh yeah, it's uh, you know, Aunt Sally's haunting this house. And the more in-depth you go looking for it and and, you know, paying attention, paying to, attention, to, attention it, to it, the more violent it gets and then it becomes demonic. And then that's where you start spitting the green green pea soup levitating and stuff and that's one of the theories with the black eyed yeah. children. that's wild though so that's that was one of you know the episodes that got a lot of listens and and people were drawn to that episode because you know it kind of involved demonic it kind of involved you know when you, whenever you talk about a kid especially when it's a you know a ghost story it's sad you know but yeah. having that factor with the could be demonic kids with black eyes yeah it's, it's very you know
1: i mean i don't know if i can b- not believe that it's not a ghost you know if we just chalk it up oh it's demonic it's demonic i feel like that's like forgive me for saying for some like hardcore bible thumpers that are like oh it's it's demonic it's demonic no maybe sometimes it could just be exactly what it is i don't say they'll go and fuck with it either way because mm-hmm. you should watch <laughs> yourself no matter what But to explain everything away, remember everyone's got a different religion, right? So what you're believing, because what we're saying is largely, you know, what a lot of Christians, Catholics believe. Yeah. Oh, it's demons that are doing this. Some of the people don't really have that in their religion. So for some of them, it could be someone that's didn't really cross over that. That was part of their family or something that that you could be conflicting with something, an idea like that. So who's to say that that's not what's playing out as well? well.
0: The crazy thing is even, you know, Every like you said, everyone's religion is different, right? No, of course, yeah. So, I believe when I mean, the jinn is God. a malevolent, like very bad demon, it's a malevolent spirit. And people, and I believe it's a Muslim, I am, I could be wrong. Muslims
1: are very peaceful, though. <laughs> I, I believe
0: in <laughs> Afghanistan and Iraq, and i predominantly the religion isn't is, is Muslim.
1: I yeah, believe.
0: well, yeah, they believe in the gym, and so. they believe that that the gym, the gym is demonic. You know, mm. and they go. There was a, a couple of videos I watched where they have ghost hunters everywhere, and in Afghanistan, yeah. in Iraq, and there was a. Guy I've seen
1: the, those guys going into a place, going into yep. a cave
0: <laughs> or a house, and I, on my favorite show, Paranormal quote on Camera, it was either in Iraq or Afghanistan. This guy's going. He's yeah. obviously speaking Muslim. You could he, see the. the Captions in the bottom, what he was saying. And when the video clip was over, the folklorists on that show were yeah. like, This could be a jinn. And what I, the reason I'm bringing it up is in Catholics say that ghosts could be demons. The Muslims believe that the jinn is a demonic spirit, but a, a jinn. So, you, you know, yeah. I don't know what, what it is for, you know, Hinduism. Or, or um, other religions.
1: But yeah, of course. You know, see, what everyone's diff- different. Yeah, you see, what Their what definition at? can always be different of what we're. Sometimes it could be the same story, different, different different set of characters. You know, different things. A lot of that,
0: religions basically thinking that what what is a ghost is actually something more. This guy went in there thinking it was but, a ghost. Hey, it
1: could very well be. That, you I know, mean, whatever they believe out there. My own belief, speaking from my own uh, experience. I think, for the most part, could first be something as so simple as just, you know, cold spots in a house. Be a, a, bad, <laughs> a bad piping issue or a bad electrical issue before jumping to ghost. Yeah. You know, then if you jump to that conclusion, oh, there is, you know, something like that happening, could just be what it is right in front of you at face value. If something is trying to initiate contact so much. And is getting physical and violent, then I start thinking, okay, that is not your average. You know, this is not freaking Casper. yeah. This is, this is not that. not. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Someone else. Someone. Someone hell else. Uh, but what it is is then you can start thinking, okay, this is probably malevolent. Something that is got that is demonic. Right. Right. So, and you know what's very interesting is like. Somebody brought up a friend of my, my wife and I that said, like the Catholic Church had demonologists, right? Why the fuck do you think they had demonologists? Because those motherfuckers probably fucked with something that they shouldn't have and let something out. That is what <laughs> some people believe. Because why the hell would we need a demonologist? Oh, I, I study. So it's a movie. So it's a movie, movie coming, faces it's, it's, faces of a, a movie coming out that I'm.
0: Gonna go see. I believe it's coming With out. With Russell Crowe, Crow, yes. he, he is um portraying the lead exorcist. <coughs> yep. Excuse yeah. me. In the in the in the Vatican, and it's a, it's a, it's supposed to be a true story about this person. So I,
1: it's very intriguing. So yeah, definitely there, go see that. Of course, yeah. That, there's stuff like that that. That those those things that have really happened. There was also an Eric Bana film of what happened at the Bronx Zoo. Mm-hmm. That detective, I forget the freaking name of it. Um, I know you know it. Oh man,
0: <laughs> I actually watched it a couple of months ago too, just because to, I want to actually it was get pretty in. cool. I want to get into talking about him. the The movie was. Obviously, Sometimes it gets too Hollywood.
1: For yeah, me. it was like over the top. I was like, All right. It was very. It was. It was a little amped up. I, I actually. Some of these things really are. That's. And I feel like none of none of those experiences in real life are that amped up. Yeah, they are more lax than that.
0: Yeah, that 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 movie. I, I looked up the actual cop. Deliver us from evil. Yes, ah, yes. Deliver us from evil. I looked up the cop, and he actually started doing his paranormal research as he was a detective. Yeah, or a sergeant. One of the two. And then when he retired, he went full blown like paranormal investigator, well, yeah, and it different. started from one of his cases as a police officer of in course, New York yeah. City, in the Bronx too, which was yep. why they filmed at the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, and they they did a lot of scenes um, in the zoo. That was it was you know, pretty fun to watch because you know the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and to my to my co workers listening, I hope you got a good chuckle. So the um the next. The next most watched uh, or most listened to episode of the "Say What Again, Billy" podcast um, was "Observation Post Rock Afghanistan." Did not do not know about that. Okay, so in a nutshell, it's um, I'm trying. I started doing it um in season three. I'm trying to go to social media, okay, and listen to what people post. Right, and a lot of the stuff they post, I know about. Some of the stuff. I don't know about So things that I don't know about, I look into. And if it's, you know, eyebrow raising, I I research it and I'll do an episode about it. Now, I did hear about Observation Post-Afghanistan because I had a friend who served in Iraq and in Afghanistan. And he said there's weird shit out there. And this was coming from someone that went through the war out there came back and told me and I heard this story and it was something that was popular on social media. So I did an episode for myself so that I can get it yeah. out there. And that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of that in season three and in season four. We're going to dive more into that, get social media stuff and give you the, the right and the wrong and, and a story about it. But this particular story in a nutshell was, it was, I believe it was a, um, it was either Marines or army. God. And there's a post in Afghanistan that, the, the friendlies, they go there and what they do is they man the post for a month. I think it's 30 days. And when they arrive, these Marine or Army, we'll just call them you know United States troops because I don't know if it was Marine or Army. They, there was a British regiment that was there already. And common protocol to when you go to the post and you're about to relieve the troops that were there is to give them a rundown. Of the do's and don'ts, which would include, hey, at night at fourteen, uh, at you know fourteen hundred hours, which is two p.m., there's troops, um, non-friendlies on this side of the post. Don't stick your head out; they'll try to snipe you. Then they'll say, at you know, at night, make sure you lock this up, make sure you're armed, make sure your watchman is watching over here. That's where we've seen a lot of unfriendlies. So make sure that your post, your guard, is watching at night on this side at this time. They go through a rundown of things they've experienced in the last 30 days to give the relieving troops a heads up of do's and don'ts. When the troops got there, the United States troops, to relieve the British troops, that didn't happen. Yeah. The British troops were in such a rush to get the fuck out of there. And the the United States troops were like, all right, what's going on? You know, they're not giving us no talks, no nothing. And it was only about 10 or 12 of them. Okay. Long story short, weird shit started happening. They started seeing things on thermal imaging binoculars. They would they would be looking in the binoculars at nighttime. There was only one person up on guard duty. All the rest were are sleeping close by. They'd be looking in, out into the desert, and with the naked eye, they'll see something. Then they'll bring up the thermal camera, and they don't see anything. Put the thermal camera down, they see the man closer, staring, standing in the desert looking at them, but it got closer. So weird things started happening, and at the end... They found out from the at the end of 30 days after all this weird stuff happened. And again, I'm not going to get into it because it's an episode on, yeah. on the podcast. <clears throat> when the <clears throat> other troops came to relieve them after their 30 days, okay. they went back and started researching what was there. And of course, it, it was some kind of, um, I think World War II or something happened that there was a massacre there. And the, the post was built on top of a massacre. Oof. And there was bones and stuff in the ground. That was one of the things that was told to people that go there. The only thing that was said by the British troops when the Americans were going to relieve them yeah. was whatever you take out of the ground, put it back. That was the only thing they said to them. <laughs> and then they left. So this was Af- Af- observation post-Rock Afghanistan, which was one of my top listened to episodes because it's you go on social media and type it in. It's a big story and it involves military and paranormal, which is fascinating Given what's going on
1: now with UFOs and military, when you're telling that whole story, I'm just thinking in my head when they're seeing thermal imaging of something, I'm like Predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger out there. You know, all crazy. Do it, do it. Fucking kill me. I'm here. <laughs> do it now. Yeah. Fucking bastard, kill me. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's that. what I'm th- that's what I'm seeing.
0: That's what happened <laughs> with. Uh, Observation, post rock, Afghanistan. Yes. So the next show mm. that was on the top listen list was Cryptids. Cryptids was the one of the very first episodes I did. Yes, I remember. If that. if not, if not, probably either first or second episode after yeah, my. Yeah,
1: definitely that after thing. my
0: pilot episode, which was only fifteen minutes. I didn't even know if I was going to continue doing the podcast, and here we are, a hundred episodes later. <laughs> but uh, I talked about the the first. Cryptid episode I did. I talked about the top three cryptids that I knew of yeah. without having to do research. Of course, it was Bigfoot, the the Jersey Devil, and yes. the Mothman, I
1: believe. And Mothman. Yeah. I believe
0: it was those three. And if if you are into paranormal, you know about Bigfoot. It's the most. It was. It's the, it's most, the most
1: sought. <laughs> yeah. It's the
0: most sought. It's the most infam- Infamous. It's. You know, you think paranormal and you think cryptids and you think Bigfoot. So I spoke about Bigfoot. And again, going back to the 800 million acres of forest. That is, I always say this, that is the one cryptid, hands down, that I believe exists. You know, I believe it exists because there's so much forest and we're discovering things every single day that this could be a very elusive species that found a way to evolve, found a way to survive. And there's so much forest in the United States that if you do see it, you're not going to see it again. Mm -hmm. And there are videos. Yes, there are bad videos. We don't know why there's theory. (laughs) There's theories on that. Yes. (laughs) There's theories on Bigfoot found a way to manipulate cameras. And that's why you, you know, all I know is there's something, there's so many stories about it. And I think like these guys, we go back to the scary stories thing for a bit. Those three fishermen living in Texas could not figure out what it was they saw that night. Okay. Yeah. And these are people that in that part of Texas, like there's parts of New York that's just wilderness. You, they know the difference between a black bear or a coyote or a, or a wolf or a cougar. And they that story resonated with me because he was petrified and could not figure out what it was. And this is a wilderness person. A person that yeah. lives... A backwoods in, man. A backwoods <laughs> man. Exactly. And people that see Bigfoot either live in a, you know, an area where there's a lot of woods, <laughs> and they know the difference between the wilderness animals out there and what's not. Something that's kind of humanoid. Yeah. This thing yeah. is a bipedal, seven foot, eight foot walking, looks like an ape.
1: Yeah. And I
0: believe to this day that there's something out there. and I saw something, you know, TikTok is very good at times. Social media is not good for paranormal. Of course. I'm a firm believer in that. It's not good, but it could be good. And the reason it could be good is because I saw something on TikTok. And it was uh it was an older gentleman doing a TikTok, which made me feel bad because I'm still learning TikTok. And he did a very good TikTok <laughs> of the United States Air Force survival guide circa nineteen forties. Okay. And it was for, I guess, a deployment in Washington State, which is woods for days. Washington State, North Dakota, South Dakota, Oregon, all those places over there, woods, wilderness, uh, you know, state parks that you can't even imagine. Within this survival guide he was filming, it showed poisonous plants, poisonous insects, snakes, types of bears, types, you know, Kodiak, black bear. I mean, not Cody, yeah, grizzly, grizzly, um, you know, uh, black bear, cougars, all types of animals, plants you can eat, plants you can't eat. Then it had one. Plants that eat you. <laughs> it had one clip that said Bigfoot. It was in the survival guide, mm-hmm. issued to the United States Air Force, I believe, mm-hmm. survival guide. It said Bigfoot. And this is going back to the 40s or 50s. The survival guide came out, apparently. Yeah. And. Goes to show you that maybe our military, our government does know something exists out there. And when I used to talk about UFOs when I was in my in third grade in the nineties, because I saw one, I used to say I used to get made fun of. You're crazy, this, this, and that. And then finally, in the last couple of years, the government's like, Yeah, there's
1: UFOs. There's a mothership. Yeah. Lester Holt, there, there's Lester Holt yeah, here. Yeah, there's a yeah. mothership. <laughs> and, and, and you know, it's funny. And I've told you this, like the one person that. Actually talked about it. He's talked about it on everyone's frickin' podcast and was interviewed about it. They called him crazy, the guy from Blink-182, Tom Dolan. Tom Dolan, yeah. <laughs> he was on Joe Rogan's show before the whole outbreak, and he said, you know, there is going to be information that comes out. I'm working with the Pentagon. I am working with these people. And it was basically, Listen, <laughs> man. It me, was basically like all these, that guy's pretty crazy. Everyone thought he was.
0: All these people getting calls from the Pentagon. I'm still waiting for my call. I don't know how many. More I mean, episodes you're not. You don't me. have
1: as much money as uh, he does, that's, that. So you can afford that stuff. But apparently, like that, the stuff that he's done, with to the Stars Academy, has led the Pentagon to working with him and actually crediting him for his research. Well, that's like Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. He's actually he's met with like the Clintons and other Pentagon officials. I don't know all the names off the top of my head. It's some of them he's not even saying who. But he is some of them he, they
0: can't say. Yeah.
1: he said it. He said also like if you listen to uh, what he talked about, the Cold War is when it like uh, originally happened, where he said that government official told them during the Cold War they found a life form.
0: I believe that because... A lot, and there's been talk of that oh, for so the long. The Cold okay. War, there was threats of nuclear missile attacks mm. and all this stuff. And then there's reports that you can read. And I, I discussed this with my other the other Joey. yeah have two Joey's. I know it's confusing. But <laughs> there's literal reports of UFO sightings over nuclear bases and the UFOs turning the missiles off. And in some instances, turning them on. Yeah. So... I 100% believe during that time period, something was found or it was acknowledged like, hey. Oh, of course. <clears throat> and of not, course. To, not to mention, too, during World War II, there was not the band. I, I um I don't know the exact person who... I Sorry, I don't have it at, at hand right now. But there's a story of the Foo Fighters, the real Foo Fighters. Oh, yes. That and, is
1: the band, the Foo Fighters. And the pilot... <laughs>
0: ended up seeing these things flying while he was flying. And he was like, I saw this. And he reported it. And it <clears> became known as the Foo Fighters. So you go all the way back to like World War II. That's when like the whole UFO thing kicked off. And then you go fast forward down the timeline from the 40s to the 50s to 60s with Roswell. to then the moon
1: landing happened to the cold, cold
0: War. So much stuff affiliated with UFOs. It's, it's just my... Mind it, mind. It, it,
1: it, and you know what? To me, it's like you've got to be so like
0: naive naive
1: thank you Mm -hmm. that's the word I say the same thing Uh, I don't know what you're gonna say uh, the universe is so massive all right and and it's funny because it's all it's all nothingness that's expanding so nothingness is expanding
0: which doesn't make sense (laughs) by
1: itself uh, pete holmes a comedian said that nothingness is expanding that's the old guy (laughs) right yeah It makes no fucking sense. And he's right. It doesn't. Nothingness is expanding. To think that we are, he's like, you think you're in the United States right now? Zoom out. You're on a rock floating in infinite nothingness. So that's what we are. We are on a rock floating in nothingness. And there is so many other galaxies just outside of us. Remember, we're the Milky Way galaxy. That's what we are. The other galaxies that are out there that have different freaking names that you can't even say, like C1, S72, Andromeda. You have all these other galaxies that are massive themselves with their own planets, their own other solar systems per sector. You think that we're the only ones that were created? Yeah. (laughs) I
0: say it all the time. I've said it. You know what, Joey? I've actually said it on on. (laughs) on every episode, I think, that I spoke about UFOs. I 100% said that same sta- statement where it's it just that, you you know I said it back then I said when I saw the UFO and I was in grammar school and I remember it because not that it was traumatic to be called like a lunatic in third grade which maybe it was but I probably was the, yeah the, the <laughs> fact of the matter was I, I said the same thing when I was you know in third grade it says space is so vast like there has to be something yeah and this is before the internet before I was able to become a full geek about ghosts and UFOs and all this stuff. And, you know, just watch shows about it. And I said it back then. And now we have everything to our fingertips where we can research yeah. how much stuff happened during the wars. And, and that was UFOs. You know, during space flights, that was the, the, the oh, yeah. uh, Black Knight satellite that I feel is kind of not being told the truth about
1: it. You know what I mean? Nothing's really told the truth though when it comes to that. Yeah. Cause they don't believe anyone can handle it. Exactly. You can't handle the truth. Yeah,
0: you can't. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny too, cause on a Facebook post a couple, about a, about a month ago now, maybe a couple weeks, uh, old classmate from grammar school commented on a mutual friend, the mutual grammar school, uh, you know, classmate, um, was about UFOs. So this, this kid James, he posted about UFOs. And the girl came on, her name was Amory, and she goes, "Billy was right." So I, I chimed in. I was, she's like, "We owe Billy an apology. He was right the whole time." And I was like, "Yeah, I was." And now I'm doing a podcast about it, you know. And and um, now they're both actively like, you know, listening in. But she acknowledged back then that yeah. I wasn't so crazy, you know. And that's just just vindication. To, many the, years later, just goes, to, just goes, just goes to show you, you know what I mean. <laughs> We're going to take a momentary pause until, until we start talking about the next couple. And we're back from the pause. So we're going to go right into the next uh, episode that was uh, rated in the top 10 of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And Joey, that's Divine Artifacts. It was an episode about the Noah's Ark. The Ark of the Covenant, and I believe the Cup of Christ, and I haven't yes. really listened to that because I believe that was really way far back in the in the in the podcast. Mm. And I just wanted to get your opinion. We won't cover it too much, of, of course. Um, do you think that those artifacts exist? There, there's claims that the Ark, Noah's Ark, is on a mountaintop
1: somewhere. I've seen that, yeah. you know, and I've seen pictures of it. Actually, do you recall where it is? Where where they think? I have no recollection of where I've seen that thing on, like, on an Instagram post from a TikToker that uploaded the video to one of those creepy uh, pages. Right. But <clears throat> I do know that, yeah, you know, there is that whole thing of if any of this stuff ever did happen, Mount where is it?
0: Tenderek in eastern Turkey. Tendidurik in eastern Turkey is the Tenderic, Okay. Thought where it is right now i don't i i don't know i don't i don't i don't buy it it looks just like the mountaintop so there's that and then there's supposedly the ark the yeah. indiana jones
1: ark is in a
0: temple in doom it's in, <laughs> is in a temple in south africa or or somewhere i I was watching a Josh Gates episode <clears throat> about yeah. it and one singular man is in charge of guarding the most sacred artifact, if if real okay. in the world. Just one man in his seventies with a staff and a robe. Um sorry if I, I don't know the location. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and and then <clears throat> the, the cup of Christ, that would be if 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 real. I'm not saying it's not but not, or, you know, if it's real or not, I'm just saying if it was real, it would probably be the hardest to locate because it's a singular cup and when Indiana Jones found it, it fell down a, a <laughs> canyon. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> but do you, do you think um, from your standpoint, again, everyone's opinion is different. Yeah.
1: I think of it as the the Catholic Church is the government for these type of things. So, If it does exist, if any of those thing artifacts are out there, they have it. Right? You think you have the actual Bible in your home? No, you do not. You have a freaking the King. What is it, King James? That's the most popular version. Correct. No, I think the King James version was
0: broken down into. What, what's out there now, like what's in hotel rooms. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. It's in a fucking hotel room. <laughs> it's not Barnes & Noble, for Christ's <laughs> <out. laughs> sake. So, I mean, come on. You don't have the actual stuff. What you have is probably something that is a uh, freaking blatant copy of it. <laughs> something that is probably planted there, if anything. Maybe, I'm just sitting, guessing, my own little conspiracy mind, maybe something that's left there to keep your noses cold of where the actual stuff is and who knows if like in their own little demented little museum that they have that they have that freaking uh what is it Noah's no Noah, what is it Noah's Ark the Ark Ark and the yeah. Cup of Christ. Yeah yeah that they probably have all that crap. I don't see think of that anywhere so out there for it's us. It's funny to grab. you
0: say that because um <clears throat> I had posted a video a repost from a couple people on TikTok. Yeah. And one of the reposts was on my on my Instagram page, S W A B underscore Podcast, was was watched, was viewed two hundred and forty-six thousand times. And there's four hundred and something comments from a repost. And I'm telling you now, I'm not taking credit for this person. Okay. You know, it's just I re, I do mm-hmm. repost a lot of stuff that I see and find interesting. And I will put out here for those listening, I believe, and I don't believe or believe I post it for <laughs> for the entertainment purposes and for people's opinions. I'm not posting it because I believe I post it because it's interesting and it's something in regards to what I talk about. Of course. And I commented to somebody mm-hmm. because they said, "Um, how do you know the the vatican? How do you know it's it's uh, the Vatican has it?" Because I said something along the lines where, if this was uncovered, the Vatican would send their military. Yeah, because they're very strong very powerful, sneaky, powerful like the Pope has all this, you know, clout for what reason? I don't know. Come with they they die. would That's- take, they would take it and bring it underground to yep. the Vatican never to be seen again. And they, and they replied back to me, well, how do you know that? Yeah. You're just speaking rubbish. Yeah. I'm like, no, it, dude, it's, if you look at the Vatican and, and the history they would do something like that. Of course, there's a, they're the gov- They're like a go- government
1: man. So, there's please. an
0: apparent machine that can be seen. It was. It was the re, uh, religious. It was like a time time viewing machine, where not where you can go back in time. I know what you're talking, but about. you can look back in time. And supposedly, the Vatican <laughs> told this person that found it, "You can't have this. This is going to be no good for anybody." We're taking it and supposedly that's buried under and they apparently watched Jesus's crucifixion on that, on that view. I've heard about that. Same thing. If these relics were actually there, one singular 70 year old, um, Nigerian or Ethiopian person is it somewhere? in I I think they say the Ark of the covenant is in Ethiopia, I believe. And that's why I believe don't, don't, I'm not, don't quote me, but it's Mm -hmm. in this like third world country. And a singular old man with a staff is supposedly guarding the most sacred, if it's true, the most sacred and historical artifact on the face of the earth, which would prove essentially that the Bible was real if that was there and found. And <laughs> I don't think it's there because they wouldn't it, it wouldn't be him just guarding it unless they think they have something that they don't. And if, if the Vatican went there and looked and was like, that's not it they let this man be like, okay, you keep guarding it now. Yeah. And they have a, a changing of the guard when that man passes away. Maybe he's
1: guarding the guard that has it. I, who
0: knows? <laughs> but I, I, I strongly believe that, you know, I am not a practicing Catholic. I am, you know, pretty much, I still have my faith and I just went through a family yeah. loss where we went to church and, and, you know, you hope that your loved one is in a better place and yeah. what you grew up learning. Uh, I I have the faith. I just I have questions of like many people do. Yeah. I don't think that we'll ever really find these artifacts.
1: No, they're not. They're not for the
0: public. I believe that what you said. It's under the Vatican. Yeah, it's buried probably. in a tomb, something like you've seen in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, which happened to be Area Fifty-One. If you watch Indiana Jones, but yep. something along those lines. That's what it probably looks like under the Vatican. Tons of historical stuff from those times buried under the Vatican. You'll never see them if they do exist, and we'll never know. No, nope, you never will. So, and we'll, we'll end it with that. with, the, with the facts. <laughs> So, we're going to go into the next most listened episode, and that is Mysteries of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, Skinwalkers. And so, believe it or not, Skinwalker Ranch doesn't really talk too much. It's his actual show on Discovery+. Plus. It's very good. You, you and uh, your wife should watch it. Yeah. and. It's about a ranch that's, I believe it's in Arizona or Utah. And it is very big. And it was it had three owners. The original family that owned it. Okay. And they sold it to the Bigelow's. And now Brandon Fogle, Fogle bought it. it. And Bigelow and Fogle were, they're, they're billionaires. They're millionaires. And Fogle bought it because he's interested in why so much research is going into this place and why so much activity happens there to the extent that during the Bigelow time, United States government came and did research there to find out what's going on. And there's a whole slew of things that happened there from cattle mutilations to UFOs over the sky, to radiation coming out of nowhere to, um, uh, people just getting randomly sick and having these these things happen to them, and they're on their third season. And me and my wife are actually been watching the third season hmm. on Discovery Plus. It is just a part of Utah, and our, I I forgot exactly where it is, but it's a part out there that is so much paranormal activity. And on that show, I mind you, the government actually went there and did an investigation under the Bigelow family. But it's just a big area of a whole bunch of paranormal activity. Again, your thoughts on
1: something it's, like that actually being factual? Because that I believe wholeheartedly. That I mean, I've heard about this. See, correct me if I'm wrong. Like skinwalkers, like they're like that's a type it? of. It's a it's a supernatural. Like, isn't
0: that something that Native Americans like claimed? It, right, it does because on Skinwalker Ranch, I don't know why it's named Skinwalker Ranch. There, there is claims of seeing skinwalkers, yeah, which is
1: an, and I is, also heard something that you shouldn't say their names so often. <laughs> well, that, I'm screwed, but aren't you like part Native American? <laughs> that's what my dad claims,
0: <laughs> but no, I mean, anything it is that, Utah, it's 512 it's Utah. acre property in Utah, Uyton U- Basin. Um, so it, it is, it is in Utah. I think anything
1: that deals with like, you know, the skinwalkers, like, especially where their background originates from, I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> so that was...
0: It's a Navajo... And the skinwalker is, is a Navajo... It's a belief mm-hmm. that... I read that the way you become a skinwalker is you do this really horrific thing by killing someone and actually eating their heart. That's what I heard. Jeez, then there's sorry. other theories, but it, between different Native American tribes battling one another, and then this yeah. this almost demonic being is present. Ironically, Skinwalker Ranch doesn't have that much to do with the Skinwalker. Finally, on Season 3, I watched an episode the other night, okay. they actually mentioned Skinwalker, but they kind of just put it to the wayside and go back to the UFOs and all the other stuff. It, believe it or not, in my, in my eyes, Skinwalker Ranch doesn't really affiliate too much to the actual skinwalker. Huh. You know, and I I believe I've I've spoke about skinwalkers and skinwalker ranch separately. Yeah, but skinwalker ranch is just this 500 what is?
1: It, 500 I mean, you, you, that's just confusing people though. Like what that Yeah, is. I mean, it's attached It's like going to McDonald's but inside it's Burger King. But Joey, so <laughs> this this area
0: is something about Utah and Arizona. It's yeah. in the United States that has this really big supernatural energy. And it, it, it varies from portals to ghosts to lizard people to UFOs to
1: skinwalkers. Something about that area over there. And Didn't the guy go missing in that area. Is that what like that video that the guy went in that cave and was never seen again? There's so many
0: people in yeah. Arizona, and I talked about this uh briefly with the other Joey a couple episodes ago. Yeah. About Arizona having the most supernatural occurrences, and particularly in Superstition Mountain. Then you go to Utah and Skinwalker Ranch, where it's 500 plus acres of desert, and there's all this, <clears throat> excuse me, all this weird stuff happening there. Something about energy in that land, in that area, that's causing supernatural activity.
1: I mean, Jesus. <laughs> See, this is a subject that I'm not familiar not with. That familiar with? Well, then you can give me.
0: Your thoughts on why? Let's break it down like this. Okay. Why do you think in superstition, Mar- superstition mountains in Arizona and in Skinwalker Ranch, why there's so much of a multitude of supernatural activity? Not just skinwalkers, but UFOs, cattle mutilations,
1: portals, time lapses. I mean, just look at the history of the of the land there. So if a lot of that stuff has occurred there, there's that dark energy. That is pulling for those occurrences to take place. Almost echoing everything that's ever happened on that land. So with the bad history like that, basically there's blood on, on that land. I would think that's, that's the reason why I, I, something is just
0: brewing I, there. I could rock with that, but I watched an episode and I, and I don't know if that can explain this. They are trying... There's an area in Skinwalker Ranch. They call yeah. it the Triangle.
1: Okay. Well, sorry. They the call it, they
0: call it the Triangle. <laughs> and they feel like something above the Triangle is messing with their electronics and their... their, their Just like their, the Bermuda Triangle? Pretty much, what yeah. What that
1: does as well. And
0: they're trying to do these tests and everything goes wrong. So there was three separate um, astrologers, really, that were brought in with these... I'm talking about thousand dollar telescopes thousands of dollars thousands of dollars and there these telescopes are able to electronically via a phone or a tablet find a star that's pointed at and Got tell it. you what star it is and what solar system what, what galaxy the whole nine yeah yeah and they were brought in to look up in the and this is on the show season three of skinwalker ranch they were trying to aim the telescope above the t- the triangle in skinwalker ranch so they can see what was above it. And then they were going to do like these uh, test rocket launch to see if they can spark the activity to happen and see what they get on their data. Okay. All three of their telescopes had three different men brought in thousands of dollars, experienced malfunctions where they couldn't even find the stars above the triangle. So something was messing with the magnets and the
1: electronics. They was the... messing,
0: yeah. And they, all three of them said this is the first time That something like this has ever happened. So then you just
1: look at where, wherever that location. It could be a combination, in my mind. If if we're saying that it's like the Bermuda, almost like what the Bermuda Triangle occurrences I have happened, where people had which I just spoke about last episode. Yeah, yeah, like look at Amelia Earhart. She was known for that. She went flying right over that and went missing, never to be found again. Right? Something that happens with their compasses Mm -hmm. and the electronics and the magnets and whatever they're using that. Gets all thrown out of the alignment I mean look what happens When you're just driving your car You're on Bluetooth Right I go over bridge How many times you've talked to me When I go over the Whitestone Bridge Things get messed up and cut out So crazy Because Where you are located Maybe that in My opinion Could have some Something to do With what is happening there And we'll go one step further from
0: that Would those Let's say Irregular Earth environmental mishaps have anything to do with portals opening or cow mutilations
1: like you talk to me about portals i can go on all damn day because i believe in alternate universes i believe in the multiverse the bubble universe you name it um i do think that those things are because people have said this like i'll be i'll be watching like a, a a video and it talks about when people accidentally slip into another realm. And everyone says when that's happened to them. I mean, this is what people claim, right? It's so seamless. You don't notice it when it happens. It's almost as if everything just bleeds into one. And all of a sudden, you're somewhere else. That's unfamiliar yet familiar. Are, are you familiar with, I just saw this.
0: Again, TikTok a video of a girl and she was on a security camera and okay. she was at a, I guess a fast food chain and she was cutting a lemon for a drink or something. Okay. So she cut the lemon and she just went to her right to grab, I guess the cup. When she went back, the lemon was whole again. So she was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> she, took, <laughs> she, she took the Liberty. <clears throat> excuse me. She took the Liberty to go to the security camera. To that timestamp, yep, and watched the video, recorded it with her phone, and posted it. Mm-hmm. Didn't supposedly didn't da- you know tamper didn't with it? Yeah, right. Okay, we'll didn't, take her word for it right now. What ended up happening mm-hmm. is TikTok suspended her account and then deleted her account. She tried to go back on TikTok with another name, another email, wasn't allowed back on because of that video. Goes with what you're saying, kind of. Yeah. Uh, what just? <laughs> she cut the lemon, took a turn, went back. Lemon's not there. So, and that's the thing. Like, what, what did Ant
1: Man do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you, you know how I am with Marvel and the, like even DC and everything. I believe that stuff happens. It is there. It's I right mentioned in front you.
0: I'm la- not to cut you off. I mentioned yes. you last week on the Flight 19 episode. Okay. To, to the other Joey and I said, my I said to him, I said, my friend Joey Valentino, who's going to be on next week. Which is today, <laughs> says that these people that make these movies and get
1: these ideas, get these ideas from somewhere. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it's because you know what's funny? Like, I I came with that from like uh there was a movie years ago, The Faculty, uh I believe written by Kevin Williamson and uh directed by Robert Rodriguez. And in one scene, Elijah Wood is talking to um uh the the goth girl in there i can't remember her name clea Duvall. i don't That's know the, the woman teacher on that show was a <laughs> smoke show i was oh, like oh, from kajanson she played she was actually Jean gray in the x-men i was, I was <laughs> like if i, were I that was that she was my crush there you could put the little <laughs> alien worm in me <laughs> <laughs> i remember that as a kid she, she, she is still beautiful that woman <laughs> but um What's it called, why is going to kill us? <laughs> and my my wife would agree with me. She's like, "Hey, she's hot." Mine <laughs> won't. You're talking about all the women on your podcast. Well, we'll just edit this out. <laughs> Let me add a but, flag. <laughs> but no, um, in that in the in one of the scenes when they're when Elijah Wood and clear Duvall are talking, they're at the public library, and he's talking to her about how. You know, he thinks there's an alien invasion. There's this and that happening in the school. And Clea Duvall is like, okay, if you say that, then why here? Why our school? And he said about the whole thing about, hey, if you were going to invade somewhere in America, would you go and blow up the White House Independence Day style? Or were you sneaking through the back door? And she's like, well this is the problem you're you're talking fiction okay this is science fiction and he's like exactly that is a the exact point i'm saying here everyone gets so hung up on the fiction part they forget about the science part what if just what if all these movies that we've seen et mars everything that all these films they were made because people know exactly what's been going on this whole time they uh that these occurrences have happened. Or maybe the people that created them themselves are the aliens. Right. So <laughs> that's where that whole idea came from for me. Well, and, you know, and, and it holds true to like stuff that you see within comic books. Quantum realm. That is a real fucking thing. They're getting it from somewhere. <laughs> very different than what's portrayed in They're the getting film. it from somewhere <laughs> and, they're,
0: and they're giving us ideas. And a lot of these ideas from mm-hmm. movies we once watched and currently watch are coming true, which is pretty crazy, but it is to everybody listening. If you don't watch Skinwalker ranch, if you have discovery plus watch it, there's three seasons now. So if mm. you haven't seen it and you're a binge watcher, you can watch three seasons right now. It is a very interesting show. Currently one of the only shows in on discovery plus that I'm, that I'm watching. Cause it went kind of dry. I, I, I love paranormal Court on camera. There's no new episodes yet. Still waiting for that, but that show you should definitely go watch a hundred percent. So now going into the fourth most listened to episode on the Say What Again Billy podcast, a place that's very close to us, Joe, and I think we should go one day. (laughs) (laughs) Clinton Road, New Jersey. And Clinton Road, New Jersey is so well known that people on the West Coast hear about this road. And it's a road with a whole bunch of supernatural happenings from a ghost car to a boy that apparently got hit by a car and fell over into the water or he dove into the water to swim, different stories, and he drowned there. And if you toss a coin, not to the witcher, but if you toss a (laughs) coin over the bridge into the water, a coin will flip back over and be where you tossed it from uh, when you're standing over the water on this like overpass or bridge. Um, Lots of weird things happening in Clinton, New (laughs) New Jersey. And this story um, helped spark a magazine called Weird New Jersey. Um, I believe Rich Moron—I name his name is—I'm getting butchering the name. He's one of the people on Paranormal Court on Camera. Him and the other guy—they have the same name, Rich, Rich, and Rich. I believe it is butchering okay. it if it's not right. <clears throat> I'll actually do a quick Google real quick um, to make sure I'm getting their names right. But a lot of weird stuff happens in Clinton Road. Matter hmm. of fact. I've heard of Clinton Road. If you um, remember, me and Tony went there when when I had first started my group, and this was the famous story where his uncle took us to Clinton Road, and we stopped, pitch black, lights off, and I got out of the car, got my EMF meter, and um, I, I, it's Rich Morin, we're in New Jersey, one of the founders, and um, <clears throat> the other name, the other guy's name is Richard. Don't sorry, I don't get his last name. But um, <clears throat> guy got out of the car at the EMF meter, and I looked back into the car. I said, "Tony, um, come on, we're gonna go investigate this area." And he was like, "Nope, <laughs> nope."
1: Smart man. See, nope. Tony would survive a horror movie. You, <laughs> on the other the yeah, hand, <laughs> I, I feel like I'd be like the the main character, like you know, like the one you who walked out of the car <laughs> in the dark with the meter. <laughs> you might, if that was a killer at the door, you might as well say. Oh, well, let me just go investigate the strange. Well, there's, there's, there's no, there was no killer. Just a whole bunch of weird happenings. Yeah. There's only, there's only ghosts (laughs) to to
0: get it. Well, that's why I had, that's why I had Mike come to, come with me to Van Cortland Park when we went at 10 10 something at night because Mike has some perks with him, you know, doing the job that he does. And I was like, (laughs) you know, you got to come not only because you're in the group, but you know. You're all protection on... on and, oh. <laughs>
1: you got know what I'm saying, right? I've seen Mike get scared. <laughs> this shit was before. <laughs> we we was to, just, Mike, we love you. <laughs> we I've to, seen you get scared. When we went to Sparta at Cemetery
0: and the meter started going off and we were with your cousin and he, I'm, I'm with one of the other members, Christina, and I hear, Billy, the fucking thing's going nuts. And on the, when we replay the camera, right? When we replay the camera, when the meter starts going back, Mike was holding the camera at your cousin Matt, and and when the meter starts going off, you hear it, it starts making that sound, and Mike backed up so quick, <laughs> <laughs> backed up. So I always laugh at that because I when I I play it on my PlayStation as a DVD, PlayStation Four as a DVD player, yeah. I put that in, and his reaction all the time when I video it, and I always commentate in the background, Mike, you.
1: You went back so quick. <laughs> you you know, not to go off topic, but you says we're gonna share a the Luna getting scared story. <laughs> I remember when we were filming it, it, that. if
0: people don't know real quick is what we're talking about, <laughs> one of our, our mutual friends who happened to be in my group that I had as well. But go ahead, Joe.
1: <laughs> remember we were filming that movie when we were kids right in front of my house? Oh god. Know. Yeah. <laughs> We were like Nick. I, I remember Nick at the time. He which was, which Nick? Nick uh that ran the the van S. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. He was flagging down traffic for whatever reason. There was like one car on the road in front of my house, and Nick is flagging down traffic because he's like, "Oh no, we're just trying to film over here." And this ki- this guy really had a bad attitude on him. He's like, "Yo, why you like flagging your hands at me, though? Why this and that?" And he was like, well, we're just filming a movie. I see people waving their hands at me. What you got problem, bro? And Nick was just like weirded out like, fuck, we're sorry? I mean, we're a bunch of kids. He had to be like a 20-something. This guy drives off. And I remember my cousin yells out, fucking asshole. And he stops the car short. I don't don't remember this, but (laughs) the woman looks right at my sister. She's on the steps. Oh, my God, Louisa, get a gun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the guy gets out of his car and he's like, oh, my God. So the guy eventually just, just stares at us trying to scare us, goes off, right? And as soon as he drives off, he comes right back we'll kick his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mike DeLuca. First off, where are you? I have, I have I have got,
0: I'll be honest with you, I'm trying so hard to get Mike onto this podcast. Talk, <laughs> you got to. All three of us, we were talking about yeah, I have to get the mic. The mics for that. I, I'm working, guys. Bear with me. I, I the mics we're using oh they're, they're a little better, able to get away from the phone conversations. Um, <laughs> I actually have to let you eat real quick. Uh, not getting off too much topic, but in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a very good interview. You guys, don't want to miss. I'm not going to take too much news about it until I fully confirm. But it's going to be uh, an on call um, episode with someone and. Keep that in mind, but that will be via a phone call because that person lives in another state, but to be continued on that, but uh, yeah, Clinton road, dude, it's a lot of stuff on that road and it topped in at number four. I hope you have fun there. (laughs) It topped topped in at number four because everyone knows about it and there's roads across the United States that are very haunted. Clinton road happens to be one of the most haunted roads. You had Route six 6-6, six Route six six six, which are two different. Believe it, six six, and then you have six 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 triple six. Then Clinton Road and there's other roads. There's roads in other countries that are like very haunted, very popular and paranormal caught on camera roads in India where these like zombie like people are walking with no face and weird things. So for some reason, roads carry a paranormal occurrence to it, kind of like what you were saying. Uh, about Skinwalker Ranch, where there's so much darkness and so much stuff that happened there. Yeah. It can hold like a, 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 a energy. Yeah. And I believe that with roads and whatever happened on Clinton, you know, the, the history of Clinton Road, though, I looked it up, doesn't have anything really too crazy to to make it that haunted. It's just a lot of stuff happens. Oh, I mean, that, that
1: you know of. That, yeah. But I know mm-hmm. you go going Think back on, about that, that you know about. What I, else has happened there that no one's, no one's saying. Yeah. No I guess you're right. But no for no for some reason. Reported.
0: Clinton Road, super haunted. Now we're going to get into number three because time is clicking away and we're we're going to be hitting maybe two hours. And our soon. wives
1: are probably very upset at yes. us right now. Um, Andrew <laughs> Dawson
0: and the Giant. It was a viral video on TikTok we where this guy this. said he had seen a giant. Now, kicking off season four, episode 101, next week, me and Joey uh, Joey Ayella will be doing an episode about Nephilim, which is the source oh, of all the giant talk. Long story short, Andrew Dawson, Sees a giant on a road in Canada. He says, I see a giant. He's with his friend. The dude's like, I don't see it. I see it. I see it. Look, I'm recording it. Goes back, posts it on TikTok. Blows up. Blows up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Now, he claimed to go back to the same spot and film up, but it's been debunked, kind of. Okay. And he was on a different road. That's why when he went back to film it, nothing was there. Then he, he saw helicopters another day. And he's like, look, there's helicopters. They're building something. When he filmed back up, when he went back another day, he saw like a base. It ended up being like a radio station. Okay. But he was on another road, so he was able to see a different site. So he was able to see the radio station. He saw helicopters. Yeah. And he was like, they're building a radio, they're building a, a military base. Look, they saw a giant up there. They're building something up there now. Look, look, look. It was hella logging. They were taking helicopters and tying logs to the rope and moving logs. That's what they were doing. Oh. Cool. So that was the bomb. Fast forward. He made a video claiming that all his other previous videos were fake. And when he did this video, this is the part where it says his whole story was debunked. I, but this was a weird video. It was like almost he was filming this video saying all his videos were fake. As his eyes were looking off to the right and he looked scared as he was doing Like he's it. being told. I've like I've he was being coerced yeah. to do it. And then <clears throat> he posts one last video saying, guys, all my videos were real. You may not see me for a long time End the video months later, he's dead. Literal obituary the whole night. come to find out. He apparently committed suicide, which is something I don't mess around with because I lost a close friend to suicide. Yes. And it just was like, you hear a lot of things about people talking about things they shouldn't have and then suicide. Jeffrey Epstein, you know what I mean? Like things like that. That's weird to me. But other than that, everything else was debunked. But because of this giant, this so, on social media, giants are a popular thing now. And that's why I'm doing an episode next week about Nephilim and what what there is factual and where the source came from. And a little sneak peek into next week's episode. There's not much about giants being found archaeologically. Like, very few. Like, But there's like a big hot topic of giantism. I mean, nephilims and giants yep. in mean, social media. And I spoke about the story. And when I spoke about the story and did the episode, the debunking part wasn't found yet. So I went on a later episode and gave a news, like a news break. Like, okay. Hey, it's been kind of debunked. Very, very popular story. So just a quick bit to you, Joey, do you believe in giants? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> I, well, come on. Go ahead. Here's the reason why. Go ahead. Here's the reason why. You have all those stories of them, right? We've heard about the Nephilim, right? You have even Jack and the Giant Beanstalk, right? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Then you have, in our own lifetime, people with gigantism. Andre the Giant suffered from that. The great Kali has that disorder. People that continue to grow. Their hearts give out, though their bones can't take it. The biggest recorded individual was an eight-foot tall man. I think he was British. You have that. So for these rare genetic disorders, and I, I I don't have the source of where this guy was. I saw the picture of him. You could Google it <clears throat> right away. Tallest man ever recorded was eight-foot tall. It should be a black-and-white photo. And you see everyone looks like a freaking teddy bear next to this guy. You have these rare genetic diseases, Right. According to Guinness World
0: Records, the yep. tallest human in record history was Robert Wadlow of United States, nineteen eighteen. Oh, United 19- States! I got Nineteen forty. He was eight foot eleven. Love English.
1: <laughs> Go to images. You guys can't see what we're seeing. Yeah, that you see what I'm talking about. That's crazy. Right fucking there. Wow. So to tell me right now, oh, there's no such thing as giants. What the fuck is that? Well. See what people it's are a re- genetic re- disorder. what people are okay. referring to on <clears throat> online
0: is that the giants they think or and they think these the findings of these doctored fit pictures yeah. are the Nephilim. And in okay. the Bible, again, I know how you with different stances, i I totally don't believe everything in the Bible. So oh, I, the, I'll, I'll just, just make it I clear. I think it's all a lie. I believe off. the Bible to an extent. But <clears throat> these 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 things, like I believe <clears throat> Goliath was like 14 feet.
1: That's, okay. you know, like years ago, yeah, well years and years ago, yeah, that's the most closest thing that we have back then we had and one, of the been, right? one of the things one of the things I've been
0: researching for next week's episode is I think they uncovered bones from like Roman times or gladiator yeah. times, and they found a, a a skeletal remains about
1: fourteen feet, thirteen okay. feet, which is wild to think about, but we'll have that next week i just got one thing to say yeah people think about that the nephilim oh they're like 14 feet tall right that's not considered a giant that's a disorder all right let's go with that what about the fact that we have dinosaurs and maybe i sound ignorant to some of you out there i don't know i frankly don't care this is what i'm thinking we have dinosaurs right and it's like a raptor you look at them we always thought that they were supposed to be reptilian like right we found out they look more Kind of bird like, more so dinosaurs. Yeah. The closest relative that we have to that right now is a fucking pigeon.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I a fucking listen, bird right now. Are, I'm going to get more into the street flies, sky flies. No, wait, what is they called? Sky rocks. We're the oh, sky rocks. We're pressed for time here and we <laughs> yep. still have, we do have a little bit more time, but yep. I'm going to go more in depth about the Nephilim because. There's a whole story on, on, on why they were the size they were and what happened to them, but that's for next week. So yeah. I get what you're saying with the giantism disorder. And people you know, people are entitled to their beliefs personally, and I'm sorry to my friend Charlie, I don't believe in giants, what people are talking on social media. Giantism, the, the disorder, yes. Yeah, of course. But what people are talking about on social media right now, I don't believe in. There's a lot of debunking. And like I said, I am a person that loves paranormal. But I'm not going to tell you not I believe reason, it yeah. right now. I'm, I'm just not going to say I believe it right away. I can't do that. I have to look into it first before I say, yeah, yeah, no, th- 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 yes or no. I have to look at it first. Yeah. Going into the second most listened episode in the Say What Again, Billy podcast, you mentioned it rarely at the beginning, NDE, near-death experience. Oh, yeah. Um, I told a story on this episode about a doctor who got called in because a woman overdosed. Jeez. And she was in the operating room. And her friend was outside down the hallway waiting on a bench. And the girl was pretty much dead. She had overdosed. They were doing their best to bring her back. I think that she was actually clinically announced dead. And because the doctor rushed to the, to the hospital to perform whatever he was going to perform to revive this girl. He had spilled coffee or, or I believe spaghetti on his tie. Yeah. on his shirt after they brought the girl back he went out to talk to console her friend outside waiting for her when the girl woke up the doctor came in and say hey i'm dr such and such sorry i don't have the name right now this was on another episode you can go to it and he top two episode and he was speaking to the girl that overdosed and the girl says to him as he was waking her up and being nice hey do you know where you are she goes i i saw you and he goes What are you talking about now? She's coming out of being dead. Yeah, of course. The doctor said, well, well, I, I'm, I'm not understanding you. I'm you're, you're waking up right now. I'm Dr. Such and such. And you almost died or you were dead. She goes, no, I I saw you talking to my friend in the hallway and you had that funny stain on your shirt. Now he got spooked out Yeah, because there was no way for her to know that he walked into the room as she was waking up. Yeah. It made him go on a on a tear of researching near death experiences, which people have. Yep. And it's reports where people are dead. I did one on Scott Drummond. Yep. He basically had a, almost a medical accident, <clears throat> died, came back. This nurse almost killed him by doing something careless. Yeah. And he heard the nurse say on the operating table, "I'm not sure how to do this." He died, saw stuff, came back like ten minutes later. Yep. So, these stories give me a comfort because I've yeah. had so many, not to get really morbid and deep here, I've had so many people pass away in the last literally six years. And the more people pass away, the more I think about these morbid things. What happens? What were their last thoughts? You know, where did they go? What, what, did they, what do they feel as they're transitioning from life to death? Yeah. And he, I'm, death is inevitable and everyone thinks about it. You know what I mean? And these stories, whether they're believable to my listeners or not, kind of give me some comfort because there has to be more to life
1: than what we well, have course. now. So your thoughts on NDs? Uh, I've seen a lot of stories on near-death experiences, and a lot of people try to – scientists, when I say that, try to explain it away with the brain's activity when you do go under – it's losing oxygen. It's creating like that kind of dreamlike state they claim. They're saying that it's going through this whole process. And from that, you're going to be seeing things. But it's like, okay, you're, you clinically are considered dead. Your heart stopped. You shouldn't remember these things. You shouldn't. No, exactly. But people have those accounts that have gone through it that. I saw this, I saw that, I was able to see this and that, hear this and that, this happened here, that happened there. And it leaves medical professionals very stumped where they're like, all right, uh, they stumble upon the words, I don't know how to explain it away. I think those near-death experiences are real. You do get a a glimpse of what's there because you're teetering. You're right there. You're, You're not alive yet. You're not dead. You're near it. I do think that whatever they see, for the most part, a lot of these claims tend to have the same thing. If you want to get a little bit more, um, you know, in the terms of uh, not religious, but like more in faith-based, spiritual. There we go. Thank you. If you want to get more spiritual about it, a lot of them talk about the same thing. that They see a yellow road, flowers, white, and white light, yeah. colors that are so beautiful, being greeted by family and friends, being told you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, anyone can say that story, right? But when it is so, you know, consistent across the board, you start to wonder, okay, is it? Is it real? Is, it what the, what's on, is that on the level?
0: It comes down to that, again, what you said, piggybacking off you. People see the same thing. It's the same claims. Yep. Doctors can't describe why someone was dead for ten minutes can come back and say say what they said. This doctor, the story I just told, yeah, <laughs> it's a little article he wrote. There's no way he cl- he even says it himself. This is a doctor. There's no way that girl should have known. I left the room and spoke to her friend, and even had a stain, whether it was from pasta or coffee, on my shirt. There's no way, yeah, that she should have known that, and she did, which gives you some kind of like something happens when we die, whether it's belief of a, a God, exactly, I'll say yeah. a God. Or if our energy goes somewhere, which has been scientifically
1: proven, our energy has to transfer somewhere. Exactly. You know what? For anybody that, like, <clears throat> don't, I don't care what people believe in. Everyone's entitled to it. So faith you're on something. a podcast. <laughs> you have the freedom. <laughs> to that, say whatever that, is always, that is my, that is my true thing. My thing is like, you don't know want if you don't have a belief. All right, fine. That's your thing. I think it's sad if you don't believe in just something, even if it's not, you know, Catholicism or Christianity, because they're different. Uh, um, Hinduism, Buddhism. If you don't believe in anything like that, that's just kind of sad to me. Have faith in something. There are people. That, boom! You die. You go into the ground. That's it. You come back as a tree. It's like that's that's pretty cool. The one thing that helps <laughs> me. The one thing kinda that helps sad. me piggyback off
0: of the NDE thing is you may not be religious and everybody has different religions, but throughout the entire world, there is a story that is similar to everyone's religion. The story of Jesus is similar to Allah. In yeah, it's very it's Hinduism. similar but different, yes. Yeah, but this similarity is there. Yeah. There's this one being that came here and started it all, and at the end, you'll go back because of that one being. Yeah. And that right there goes to show you at some point in time, somebody, a greater being, was around, and the story got interpreted and formed all these religions. Of course. Which leads into every religion, say, every religion saying, when you die, there is something else. And it gets confirmed via NDE stories. Yeah. And,
1: and we'll just look at everything around you to, to try and grasp that the universe. I'm, I'm going to say it. Because like, most people think science and a religion, and they're separate. I'm of the belief that they go hand in hand. I heard
0: this before you told me. The, very the, good. This goes hand <clears> in hand. There is no way... Me. That these planets, which are scientifically proven, stars, yeah. and this is from what you said, stars and scientifically proven stuff, all are masterfully formed where we can solely, solely coexist. Yeah, where another. we can survive.
1: How is it that the, the, alignment of of the universe is so perfect that, yeah, people, evolution did happen. No one's denying that. But the conditions were right for it to happen. And that wasn't just some random luck of the draw. It's, it wasn't so random. Actually, our moon was formed because of a meteor hitting us and dust collecting around and Earth and forming that moon perfectly,
0: where we have calm waters sometimes, yeah. and the sun temperatures fall season seasons fall winter summer spring, and have things growing where we can eat off the Earth. It's not just science. There's
1: science involved, but there's also uh, else. Yeah, there's someone that it's a great designer. There's enough evidence to support that there's The gravitational pull that we have—if it was off by one degree, or, we're done. Or, we get you. You fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it Jupiter is right so such in a great proximity to us that whenever there's a meteor or anything headed towards us, there's a big the big gravitational pull that Jupiter has like, takes it away. Nope, out of orbit, going away higher beam. Yeah.
0: So now to get in there. There.
1: someone's there. Someone is there.
0: <laughs> and then a little speed run here. The yep. top episode. You have of a the same work what...
1: for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the top episode to the say, what again, Billy podcast was the Denver, Colorado airport conspiracy. Oof. It is said to be debunked. The airport is now running with the conspiracy because they know it's gotten popular, but to go back to 20 years ago, There was these murals painted. Very morbid stuff. Pictures of kids getting killed with men in gas masks and and, and guns with with, uh, bayonets attached to them They had swords at their side. It depicted what would be the formula to the New World Order, essentially taking population down and then forming a New World Order, one religion, and then the last mural was peace. And yeah. a tree growing. And all the morbid murals have been taken down. The airport has a blue bronco that's called Blucifer. <laughs> that killed its maker while he was making it. A shard glass broke off of it, severing his artery in his leg. Oh, really and, boy, he kill- and he killed it. It killed him. Mm. And then the airport is shaped in a not so good shape. Which I don't, I don't even want to say it. And there's these tunnels that workers, being that they were when they were building it, were signed these 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 non-disclosures. You cannot talk about this for X amount. And then when they when the disclosures ended, they were like, "Yeah, we're building these tunnels down there. And there's these pipes that they're not water; they're meant for gas. And these tunnels can house thousands of people. There's rooms. There's beds. There's bunks." Around the proximity, which I think Denver, Colorado Airport is the largest airport in the world, I believe. The airport perimeter has fences that go up and into the airport, not go up and out. So it's like the fence is keeping people from going and leaving. And the ongoing conspiracy is Denver, Colorado, if shit hits the fan, which with all this UFO stuff and everything, mm-hmm. people will be brought. There, because part of the project... I say
1: rich people. (laughs) They're saying
0: the project blue beam is to scare people that an alien invasion is happening and project these holograms of Jesus and get people to, guys, come over here, get to this state, get to this place, because this is happening, tricking people. And Denver, Colorado Airport has supposedly tunnels and room for people. And if the project blue beam thing, which people believe is real, happens what great place to go, but Denver, Colorado airport where construction workers literally said there's tunnels and tunnels and tunnels that can fit thousands and thousands of people. So it makes the Denver, Colorado airport based on things going on in this quote unquote project blue beam more believable. And it is listed at my top listened episode.
1: You know, I'm going to my, my own idea of that for me, (laughs) that, that, that is there for the elite people. If there was ever a Anything bad were to happen. Rich people, politicians, people like that, to be kept safe there. If that's if that is in fact a thing. But if they wanted to get out, they can't climb the fence because the fence goes. Why away. would you want to get out if anything was to go all to hell? This is <laughs> I mean, this is why would this like, like Clover Field. But it's a
0: it's a very big conspiracy that oh, they, yeah. the airport's actually adopted. They've put statues that are animatronic that say funny things like you're not leaving this airport like aliens that move and gargoyles and there's Freemason signs throughout the airport. That's not, that's not something they, they adopted recently. That's something that that was built when the airport was built. Matter of fact, they had an airport there that was pretty good. State of the art. They tore it down and then built this. So it's like a really weird ongoing um, project. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. You know, about the Denver, Colorado airport. And you know, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. Um, Some I get into, some I don't. But this is one of them that I watched the YouTube video and I can't find that video anymore. I think YouTube took it down and I watched it. It was about a 35 minute long YouTube video and I watched it thoroughly one day in a car. I had a, I had a break at work one day and I watched it. And I was like, holy shit. Like this is, you know, like, <laughs> like I watched uh, uh, on Netflix, they had a um, documentary about the Beatles and how Paul McCarthy – Died and they got someone else to beat Paul McCartney. Oh that. God, yes! Yeah, and that. you know that was like convincing too. But I then I was no, like, oh, no, no, no. come on, I do don't me. know. But this one, this Denver is so many people,
1: people going there just to fly into Denver. Just to I'll survive. believe Tupac is really alive, type of conspiracy. <laughs> before I believe Paul McCartney is actually dead and they replaced him because that makes no sense.
0: <laughs> but you know what made me really think that believe that that documentary Joe was. The albums, the hidden messages, the, them playing songs in reverse, and things being said. Did you Did you watch it? I've seen some of that stuff. You, I don't know where to watch it now because it's old from next. Yeah, I, so. I've seen but it. All. I would say to you as we leave here tonight, watch it. Just dabble with it. Watch yeah. it from start to finish because I'm not a fan of the Beatles. And I'm a big
1: Beatles fan. Rest, rest, <laughs> in,
0: rest in peace to my aunt Roe who liked the Beatles, and because of her liking the Beatles. I watched it. I actually remember asking her. I was like, "Bro, do you do you think Paul McCartney's dead?" And she was like, "What? Like, yeah, that's." uh, And I told her about the documentary. She's like, "You mean John Lennon? He died." (laughs) I was. I I I I remember talking to her, asking her if she she watched it, or if she was going to watch it. But you know that go watch that. Yeah, if you can find it, it's something. Something. It's one of the conspiracy ones that I you know I, I shouldn't have watched, but I watched and I was like, hmm, made me think, you know, like kind of like how Elvis yeah, is not I know. how Elvis is not dead and
1: Hitler's in Argentina. Oh no, yeah. I think he's dead by this point. Yeah, he no, was. he's dead. <laughs> he's dead now. Whether or not he did go to Argentina. I mean, or... I've even heard the whole conspiracy that Kurt Cobain never died. He's River Cuomo from uh, Weezer. I'm like the lead singer of Weezer is Kurt Cobain, you're no. saying. Not a fucking chance. No. Very different vocals, it's, you know. Very same, different guitar playing. The one thing about <laughs> conspiracy
0: theories is that sometimes people will say things and it makes sense, and
1: sometimes it's just batshit crazy. Like I, for me, most of it could be batshit crazy. I, and I'm a conspiracy theorist myself, but I could be self aware, knowing that just sounds batshit, yeah, batshit crazy. Yeah, I, I, I listen to the first thirty seconds, and you, you can either win me over,
0: or I'm out of there in the thirty seconds. Yeah. you tell me a conspiracy theory. Yeah, so. All right, now I'm going to formally thank you, Joe, in a bit, yeah, but you. I actually have to thank the Spotify for Podcasters app. If you guys don't know, the Anchor app has now switched over to Spotify for Podcasters. and It is a free app that if you want to get a podcast out there, it gives you all the tools and tricks you need to formulate a podcast on your iPhone or Android or computer or laptop, and it gives you everything you need completely free. So if you want to get a podcast out there and you don't have a way to do it, go to Spotify for podcasters. It will help you make your podcast. And that is what I've been using for 100 episodes. So Spotify for podcasters, formerly known as Anchor. Thank you very much. Joey Valentino, thank you yes. for joining me on a very adventurous night. <laughs>
1: thank you for a, uh, a reason <laughs> I'm
0: saying that. We'll keep it between me and him. But thank you for coming on on my 100th episode. So besides watching the Beatles documentary, please, can you write me some music? <laughs> I need some new yeah, material. Yes, this yes. is season four. It's coming <laughs> next week. Yeah. So thank you, Joe. Now, all jokes aside, Joey, thank you so much for, uh, for doing all what you did for the podcast. And, uh, my coworkers, I want to thank my coworkers because this is my 100th episode. Um, thank you guys for not thinking I'm a lunatic and taking the time to listen. Was, last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of coworkers at my job. That have been like, hey, you know, you sound great. I like your podcast. I listened to the eggs, the next big conspiracy episode. I listen to Flight 19. I have coworkers coming up to me saying, you know, nice things, and it makes me feel accomplished at work before yeah. I go and fuck shit up at work. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it's a very nice feeling. So I, I want to thank my crew there um, at work for you know giving me the support. It's our friends like you, and yep. um, you know it's come a long way. Like I said earlier, I didn't think past the pilot episode that I was going to go to a hundred episodes. I didn't think I was going to have listens mm-hmm. after the pilot episode. I went back to the analytics and I saw 15, 20 people listened. I was like, Hmm, went to the next episode, did a recording. Yeah. And one of those recordings that I did back in 2020, early 2021 is one of my top episodes. So it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, whether I always say I'm a mom and pop podcast and I do it because I like it. I don't do it because it's getting me popularity I do it because I like talking about this stuff. And even yep. though I'm at where I'm at now, and it could be more, it could be less, I, yep. enjoy, I enjoy doing it. So Joey, yep. thank you so much. Thank you. And until next week, which would be season four, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.